mentioned this um, a bit ago. The, the U.S. Senate failed to advance the nomination of Michigan State University economist Lisa Cook. That happened this week. The reason too many absences of Democrat senators who have COVID-19, that, that fully vaccinated, you know, cure-all, apparently not curing the Democrats well enough, is they are out sick. They are out sick, and therefore she has not been advanced. The vote to advance Cook's nomination to the Federal Reserve fell short in a 47-51 to 51 vote. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York expected to reschedule the vote another day than he has full attendance. But you had uh, Ron Wyden of Oregon, Chris Murphy of Connecticut, both missing votes. They're COVID positive. Kamala Harris also uh, COVID positive. If confirmed, Co- uh, Cook would be the first black woman on the Fed's seven-member board of governors. Central Bank's mandate is to promote stable prices and maximum employment. How's that going, by the way? Um, Cook's nomination has gotten, if you didn't know, united opposition from Republicans across the country. Banking Committee Chair Sherrod Brown requested consent Tuesday to postpone the vote to end the debate on Cook's nomination. Pat Toomey objected. Republican of Pennsylvania. Toomey, a top Republican on the banking panel, urged his Republican colleagues to reject Cook. Part of this coming from the Detroit News, by the way. He, uh, Toomey voiced concerns that she would politicize the nonpartisan board of governors and she doesn't have enough expertise in monetary policy. But based on what I'm seeing, who the hell does in there? Monetary policy, just print more, give more away. It's, it's all free all the time. Let's pay off college debt, which you're not really paying off college debt. You're transferring the debt from the people that went to college to everybody else to pick up the bill. Well, thank you very much. Schumer, of course, is a, a New York Democrat. He says Republicans are working to obstruct Cook purely for political purposes. No, to save the damn country. Her qualifications are irrefutable. In short, Ms. Cook absolutely belongs on the Fed, and I look forward to the Senate confirming her soon. In response to Republican scrutiny to her nomination... Cook pointed to her publications related to banking reform and recognizing systematic risk, as well as her doctorate in economics from the University of California, Berkeley. Cook described her economic specialty as managing financial crisis, noting her post with the financial crisis think tank at the U.S. Department of Treasury that she was in charge of managing the Eurozone crisis during her time on the White House Council of Economic Advisors. Well, don't worry, you'll have plenty of time to manage an economic crisis, the one that's coming right now under this inept, incompetent president that's been installed in the White House. Don't worry, we'll have an economic crisis for you to deal with, Ms. Cook, quite soon. Uh, in her testimony, she also said she'd follow the example of economist and former Fed Chair Paul Volcker, whom I greatly admire for his unwavering dedication to a non-political and independent Federal Reserve. Cook has been teaching at MSU since 2005. She's a professor of economics, international relations. She previously served as a senior Treasury Department advisor and on Barack Obama's White House Council of Economic Advisors in 2011 and 12. Um, Not sure when she'll get another vote. Um, The Senate voted along party lines 50 to 49 last month to discharge Cook's nomination. 
Housing and Urban Affairs, where it was stuck in a tied vote. The panel, like the full Senate, is split evenly. So we'll see where that goes. All right, we'll see where that goes. Uh, but for now, she is stalled, to say the least. Oh, and here's something else, fallout from the pandemic and a headline I wanted to share with you uh, for a bit. Uh, the Michigan Attorney General's Office investigating a complaint by Detroit Medical Center doctors and nurses that allege cost-cutting measures and low staffing levels at the hospitals have delayed care, a worsened patient condition, and caused at least two deaths. Um, their allegations come in a letter from the group of doctors and nurses accompanied by a list of incident reports that were initially filed on the DMC's Midas system. All right, so they've got problems there because, because let's be honest, the pandemic did real damage to the healthcare system in this country. Real damage. Uh, normal, you know, just um, mammograms and 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 other routine examinations, which are the lifeblood of hospitals, were all canceled. Were all canceled. So these hospitals have suffered tremendous financial setbacks, especially hospitals in small areas. Especially hospitals in small areas, like rural hospitals. So this is not a surprise to me. But the authors of the complaint said there's been a fundamental abandonment of a previously developed culture of quality and safety. Safety events that touch the patient are reviewed by the highest levels of hospital leadership whose pressure quality personnel to downgrade their severity. All of the above has resulted in a significant degradation of patient care. Well... We'll see what happens with that. Detroit Medical Centers, right? Detroit Medical Centers. Uh, if you're a business owner in Michigan, you need to be a member of the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. I mean, there is uncharted territory coming our way. But it, but even if it's uncharted for you, it's probably charted for the members of the chamber, thousands of members across the state, no matter what the challenge, that the chamber is going to be there with its resources, and there's nothing like strength in numbers. Strength in numbers all right so we'll do that and get you to say michamber.com michamber.com join the michigan chamber today if you are a member of the michigan chamber and you're a business owner you're stronger if you're not you need to join michamber.com i'll be right back mm -hmm. 